Hello and welcome to the 107th episode of the Brian Hornback Experience. We're going to talk about an issue that's going to be on the November 8th ballot. Uh, we're going to try to cover all four of the constitutional amendment questions, but the one I think that's probably generating the most attention or will generate the most attention is the number one. And so right now I've got Bradley Jackson, who's the president and CEO of the Tennessee Chamber of Commerce and Industry and the Tennessee Manufacturers Association. He's uh, got his bachelor's degree here at the University of Tennessee in Knoxville. Uh, he's originally from Lawrenceburg. That's the is Lawrenceburg the home of uh, former Senator Fred Thompson, Brad? Yes, sir. Yes, All sir. right. Yes. There you go. So he's originally from Lawrenceburg. He's uh, um, uh, previously was the vice president for government relations and community affairs for the chamber, leading all aspects of their advocacy efforts for nine years. Prior to joining the Tennessee Chamber, he served in the governor's office and Tennessee Department of Financial Institutions. Uh, he's worked and served in the Tennessee General Assembly with the Senate and House Finance Ways and Means Joint Committee staff. He's on the U.S. Chamber of Commerce Committee of 100, serves on boards of Tennessee Chamber of Commerce. Anyway, this dude it's just good that somebody like Brian Hornback Experience can get him. Brad, I appreciate you being on. By the way, he lives in Nashville with his wife, Hope, and their three children. Brad, how are you today? I'm doing great and glad to be on here and appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. Absolutely. So what we what we talk about, and, and I'll remind folks when we get toward the end of this thing, uh, you got a web, there's a website, TennesseeRightToWork.com. That's T-N. Uh, right, R-I-G-H-T, the number two, work.com. There's Twitter, same way, Tennessee, right to work, T-N-R-I-G-H-T, the number two, work. And also it can be found on Facebook. But there's a lot of folks, uh, when people start digging into this, um, obviously former Governor uh, Bill Haslam and Governor Bill Lee are on board, um, probably toward the end of this thing. Uh, I'll uh, play the little uh, 90, 95 um, second um, video they've got on the Facebook. But you've got a lot of folks. Bill Haggerty, who was our Economic Community Development uh, Commissioner before becoming U.S. Senator, Marsha Blackburn, Speaker Sexton, Lieutenant Governor McNally. A lot of our key leaders are coming around this thing. We've been a right to work state, I guess, forever. Uh, as long as I know, but it's 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 a it's a law in Tennessee. But now we're going to try if everybody votes for one, uh, which you advocate and, and your committee advocate, it's going to be in the, the state constitution. Just real quick, why is that important, Brad? Well, you know, our framers uh, didn't envision it or didn't want it to be easy to change the constitution, and that rightfully so. So we've gone through a significant process that really has taken about four years because in, in two separate general assemblies, and the general assembly is a two-year session, um, we have to pass uh, the constitutional amendment in those bodies. And the first time it only needs 50, you know, 50 uh, plus votes or half of each chamber, Senate and House to, to pass it. But the second time we had to get a uh, three quarters or two thirds majority on it, which in the House is, you know, around 70, uh, 71, 72 votes. Uh, in the state Senate, it's 20, I think, four, uh, 25 votes. So 
um, it was, you know, there has to be demonstrated that there is significant uh, interest and support from the people's body, you know, the House and the Constitution, for them to approve it going into the Constitution. Now, we get that a lot. Well, it's, it's you know, it's been on the books in Tennessee since 1947. You know, why do we, why is it so crucial now to embed it in our Constitution? And quite simply, uh, there are major efforts really at the federal level. Um, you know, the United States House has passed uh, the PRO Act. And one thing that the PRO Act did is it would have banned states like Tennessee from having right-to-work statutes. Oh. Um, so it's, it's a, there's, you know, it has been noted, you know, President Biden has noted, you know, that was, uh, he was uh, one of his strongest legislative priorities. So we still feel like it is a threat to it being happening for Tennessee's economic good. You know, right to work has been absolutely fundamental. So we want to enshrine it. You know, we take it very seriously. Uh, but right to work, is, it's so deep to a worker's individual freedom to have the right to choose whether or not they want to join, you know, a union uh, and pay dues. Uh, you know, that's really what this is about, right? Well, and you know, um, so there's three states um, that are right to work, obviously Tennessee, Florida, and South Dakota. But there's also three states that are forced union states. Those are California, Illinois, and New Jersey. Obviously, we know that Tennessee's having a population boom and some in Knox County say that we have a housing crisis because a lot of people are fleeing California to states like Tennessee. Obviously, Blue Oval's coming um, down around uh, Jackson, Tennessee, or, or Memphis. Um, is, is one of the reasons we want to do this? I, I've heard, <clears throat> so I'm going to ask you the question, that the reason we got to do this is because we got Blue Oval coming in and there's the threat of Ford potentially forcing us to become a union state. I don't know that that's the reason, but I'll ask you the question. Sure. Well, that's certainly not the case from our end and looking at it. You know, every employer that, that comes to Tennessee, you know, some of them are union shops, some of them sure. are not. Um, so we do feel like the most important thing is that a worker have that individual freedom to choose um, you know, we prefer certainly a secret ballot election as opposed to, to card check, but that is each uh, employer's right to, to choose that. So for us, what it is really is about is embedding it in our Constitution because we know that right-to-work states, they have higher real income growth, they have higher employment growth, um, they have wages that increase faster, uh, good-paying jobs basically in their state. Uh, and we have, you know, higher population growth overall. So it's been really the, the foundation of Tennessee's economic growth and success um, for our citizens in, a, in, in allowing high-quality, good-paying jobs in the state. So that's what's really the foundation of what it is for us. And if we really just compare Tennessee to California, uh, right now the individual tax burden on uh, an individual in Tennessee is less than 1%. Um, it, I mean, it's 0.08%. In California, the individual tax burden is 3.6%. In Illinois, it's 1.9%. And in New Jersey, it's 2.4%. Uh, so, um, you know, obviously, there's, the, there's a reason that folks like Smith & Wesson uh, are coming to Blount County in East Tennessee, why uh, Amazon uh, is, uh, is locating... Um, 
over in Blount County and in Knox County and, and in other parts of the state. I mean, um, so, I mean, obviously uh, what Governor Haslam and Governor Lee and, and the legislature have been doing, uh, certainly we are attracting business here. Um, so, I mean, that's, I, I guess that's about as easy as it can be said, right, Brian? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I look at, at studies, and I'm looking at one right now that shows the state and local tax burdens per capita as a percentage of, of total income in the state. Uh, Tennessee ranks uh, basically the third best in the United States. At, you know, your total burden is about $3,300 a year. Mm. Um, you're exactly right. When we look at New York, California, the number of those states, it climbs to, you know, Connecticut is $9,700. Wow. That is very significant. And you're exactly right. The, the legislature here and the leadership in our state, you know, Tennessee's also been noted as one of the best fiscally managed states in the nation. We do not have pension problems. You know, everything is fully funded. Uh, our roads, we don't float bonds. We build them on a cash basis, so we don't incur a lot of debt there. Um, the recipe that the legislature and our leaders here um, is uh, really demonstrated uh, that you can have a low tax uh, environment, not tax individuals high. Um, you can provide you know adequate government services, and you can have economic growth by by having a great business environment. Uh, and promote individual freedom at the same time and be successful. And this doesn't keep, um, this doesn't keep, I mean, this does, this does not ban unions from Tennessee, correct? Absolutely not. Right. It just says that, you know, if you are a union shop, you cannot be compelled or forced to join that union to have to hold your job. You can decide and you right. can't be forced to pay dues. And and a lot of that is it's not just on the you know the union side. This goes for any organization that their employer may try, you know, to force them to either join or pay dues for. So um, you know there's a lot of talk about being on the unions, but actually it is focused on on any organization. Uh, and when we poll and talk to Tennesseans, the message of it being, you know, your right, your freedom to choose. Uh, it resonates extremely strong with, with Tennesseans. Right. Well, I'm going to play this uh, quick uh, one minute, 35 second video. Hold on a second. For 75 years, Tennessee has been a right to work state. That means that no Tennessean can be fired based on their choice to join or not join a union and pay dues. As governors and as business owners, Bill and I both know that our right to work law has been a key ingredient in the effort to bring high-wage jobs to Tennessee. What we're doing right now in Tennessee is working. Right to work is common sense. And with federal efforts to repeal it nationwide, it's time for Tennesseans to speak up. This November, we have a unique opportunity to make right to work a constitutional right here in Tennessee. This November's ballot will include Amendment 1, which will enshrine right to work in the Tennessee Constitution and protect Tennessee workers' freedom of association. Voting yes on 1 means that Tennessee workers can work in the environment that they choose and that Tennessee jobs will continue to be created and our economy will continue to lead the country. The old guy and the real governor, Governor Lee, both know this. We've had a lot of success recruiting jobs to Tennessee. Great place to live, great place to work. 
But one of the fundamental reasons is that we're a right-to-work state, and we need to stay that way. Bill and I want to urge you to vote yes on one this November. This amendment will protect the rights of Tennessee workers and help keep our economy growing. There's not much else to say after that, right, Brian? Yes, sir. That, that pretty much puts it out there, yeah. <laughs> well, again, uh, I want... Whoop, whoop, whoop. Stop. Facebook likes to repeat things. Uh, I do appreciate you coming on and just want to remind folks that there is a website, uh, TennesseeRightToWork.com. That's uh, TN, right, the number two, work.com. Obviously, Facebook, uh, Tennessee Right to Work, and Twitter, Tennessee Right to Work. Uh, I'll, uh, <clears throat> I'll embed those uh, on the Brian Hornback experience. I'll put that in the blog post. Uh, that that this uh, that this podcast will ultimately link up to, and um, like I've already said, um, early vote starts October nineteenth, right? And um, yes, ends, ends November third, I believe, and then uh, election day is November eighth. So uh, uh, I'll let you. Um, if there's anything else that we need to say about it, uh, I will uh, let you have the last word. And also, um, anything that your committee. Um, needs to get out you know obviously i'm um obviously now that you've been on the podcast uh, anything that i can do to help get that information out i'm, I'm willing to do it but um, sure. uh, we greatly appreciate that i would add that you know one of the worst things that you could do is you know to vote for say you know the governor bill lee and then not vote for the constitutional amendment because for a constitutional amendment to be successful there's really two things that must that must happen you know first you have to get more yes votes than no, obviously. But the second is that the number of yes votes, it has to be a majority of the total votes in the gubernatorial election. Mm. So um, that is a really important factor. So, you know, anybody who opposes this, they'd say, oh, don't, just skip it, just skip it. But when you skip it, it's actually two no votes. Um, so it's really important to vote, vote yes on one. It will be the first uh, opportunity right under the governor's election to vote, vote yes, and then you'll see the rest of your ballot. But um, it's really fundamental to, to Tennessee's economic growth. And Brian, we greatly appreciate the opportunity to be on today. Absolutely. I, I appreciate you bringing that uh, because I will continue to ri- remind folks. Uh, so uh, I didn't realize. So it has to be a, uh, it has to be more yes votes than the than the total governor's votes in order for vote one to pass correct uh-huh. yes sir okay yes, sir. Yeah. well I, pre- I appreciate you bringing that up uh right now because uh i'll certainly keep that in mind as uh as i continue to cover um not only uh question one but the other the other the other three that are on there which you know the other three seem to be um not very controversial. At least I hope they're not very controversial. But right. I know yeah, we would we tell people vote yes on all of them. They're right, all, they're all good. Yeah. Right, but yeah. but as far as keeping Tennessee a um, the, the right business climate, uh, not only for companies but also for individuals and for um, the working people of Tennessee, uh, vote one is clearly the way to go. That's right. Absolutely. All Absolutely. right, Brad. I appreciate Thank you being you. on here, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, Thank Thanks you, sir. Care. Have a good one.